So I'm told we uh, we still have to do Jay's talk after games like this. So I'm, that's what I'm that's what I'm hearing. Tom, is that right? We still have to do. We still have, we have set stay. Okay, that's all, that's all right. You know, I saw Blair down here. Blair is in the press box. Go bring him over here. He can. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, good heavens! You know, based on the text line, I'm sure many of you feel the same way I do. Uh, which is that uh, 12 nothing defeat at the hands of the Angels after a, a great trip in in New York and Boston probably feels great. But, uh, look, before we get to anything else real quick, uh, I just wanted to discuss Whit Merrifield pitching as a position player in the top of the ninth. Um, I was convinced that whenever we did get around to seeing this, despite the team being philosophically opposed to position players pitching i was told that it would like somehow be a success if we did ever see that anyways i clearly was not Whit merrifield almost seemed to have a very uh a very wry smile on his face as he was delivering these pitches uh you know the bat the angels batters joe adele seemed to take it really seriously but everyone else kind of from our vantage point up here and you can see the replay on the Sportsnet tv uh feed they kind of just like they're all kind of shaking their head at one another so I, I was kind of hoping we'd see the uh, Reese McGuire special. Just like, what, a three days ago we saw Reese McGuire with a perfect inning on something like seven pitches? I mean, ugh, give me one positive after a game like tonight, right? You know, whenever we do Jays talk or any of the pregame shows, whenever we discuss the Blue Jays, essentially, I try not to do too much schedule watching as much as I'm tempted. Like, in essence, I'm not, I try not to look at a team's schedule and say, okay, and we did this a lot last year. Heavens knows we did it last year. But I try not to look at one and, and say, okay, you want wins against Team A, but you take two of four against Team B. I want to sweep against Team C. And yet, we do it a lot anyways, right? I mean, look at the recent schedule. Red Sox, now the Angels, Cubs coming up next week, Pirates in Pittsburgh at PNC Park uh, in next weekend in this stretch here. And, yeah, I mean, these are the teams – the Jays should beat, but if there are any, if it's anything we have learned, not just this season, but over anyone who's listening to this or anyone who watches baseball, you know, you have all watched just as much baseball, if not far more than I am, uh, I have, that baseball is a chaotic sport. It's chaotic in the sense that a guy who should be beatable can be quote-unquote on in any given night, that's the way it goes. Or maybe more what we saw and heard tonight, the Jays also perhaps adding in some self-inflicted errors. Someone actually tweeted in, I think it was to Ben during the game, to say that this game was like watching paint dry. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I have to say, I've had more fun watching paint dry in the past. But no matter what happened tonight, the Jays are still a very, very talented team. Sometimes they get baseballed. Sometimes it happens. The frustration comes, obviously, because... We all watch this team and listen to this team on a regular basis. When they get down by a lot, they're so talented, there's no reason to think they can't come back. And then on top of that, you're playing the Angels, a team that has blown, I can't even, I can't even count how many leads so far in 2022. Was it a trap game? Maybe. Long game the night before, four and a half hours. And then you come home on a late flight in the wee hours of the next morning. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, there, there, there aren't. A ton of positives, but we'll try and find them here on uh, on Jay's talk. And of course, welcome to it on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Show Ali with you tonight. I'm here at Rogers Center until the top of the hour as we break down this 12 nothing Blue Jays loss to the Angels to kick off the six game homestand. Uh, three against the Angels, which started tonight, and then three more against the Chicago Cubs next week. Uh, if you choose, give me a call, 416-870-0590, 888 star 590 on your cellular device. 
You can also text me at 590-590-NAME and location. You know, before we get to anything else, let's go to the phone lines. I wanted to start with Teoscar Hernandez, and we'll talk about Mitch White, and I do want to talk about Yusei Kikuchi, what we saw from him tonight. And again, I think the, the, the short version of the Kikuchi review of tonight is that he went three innings. Yeah, he gave up the home runs to Joe Adele and to, I guess it was Mike Trout. Uh, that's not great, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, Having to only see Kikuchi and then Whit Merrifield, of all people, after Mitch White today, I think is is great considering the bullpen was used a lot in New York and Boston. So that's the one Kikuchi positive. It's the one positive I can glean right off the top. But let's get to the phone lines again. 416-870-0590. star 590 on your cell. Jamie calling in from Kitchener. Welcome to Jay's Talk, Jamie. Hey, guys. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, man. Go ahead. Oh, okay, because you're on speakerphone, so I, you can hear me all right, then that's good. No, I'd uh, like to start uh, Kikuchi tomorrow and go with a bullpen game because, uh, you know what, uh, Los Angeles, they've got Mike Trout and they've got uh, Otani, and Otani, uh, he's going to be pitching tomorrow, and he's a good pitcher. So why put Manoa? Like, I mean, we got to win games from here on out, and tomorrow is not – with Manoa pitching, and uh, they just got swept by uh, Tampa Bay. They won 12 nothing today. They're feeling good. They got Otani on a mound. Why put Manoa out there? I'd say just, you know, go with uh, Kikuchi to start and uh, bullpen it from there and uh, have Manoa go out on Sunday after, after Otani's already sore from pitching all day. Hey, Jamie, I appreciate the call. Thanks for calling into Jay's Talk. Enjoy your, uh, enjoy your weekend. Um, look, I, I think I, I, I get, like, from a, like in, in, in my, my head, I get from that point why you'd say that because you want to, I think, maximize pitching matchups as much as humanly possible. But at the same time, isn't, isn't, isn't best on best what we kind of live for as sports fans? Like, you want to see the best players, your best players, go up against the opposing team's best players. I mean, we were talking earlier in the broadcast, Ben and Caleb were discussing this, about the uh, the late-night matchup tonight against the Cleveland, between the Cleveland Guardians and the Seattle Mariners. And I believe that matchup was Logan Gilbert against Shane Bieber. Neither of those teams are going out there and saying, okay, we, want to, we don't want Bieber to go up against Gilbert or vice versa, Gilbert against Bieber. They're putting them out there because they want to see best on best. I, I do get it that, you, that at this point it's crunch time now been at the end of the dog days of summer here but at the same time you do want to see your best on best players that's my uh eh, that's that's kind of where i fall on it like again i i just feel like if you throw a kikuchi there based on what we have seen all season long it would just be like admitting defeat and then on, on top of just generally speaking not wanting to do that i feel like tomorrow specifically saturday's game is this big time game between the uh, the the Blue Jays and Angels on a day where they're going to be honoring the 30 year anniversary of the 1992 World Series team? I just I can't help but think the optics of throwing out Kikuchi in a game like that. And I mean, if Kikuchi was playing well, then he'd be he'd be he'd be out there. But you want best on best at at, at all times. You definitely want it tomorrow against uh, against the Angels to, certainly against Otani, but to kick off this celebration, let's say, for the World Series team. Um, but I do appreciate the call. I, I get the sentiment. I get the sentiment. You want to rack up as many wins as possible, but I don't know that admitting defeat against the Angels is where you really want to really go. Um, 
I want to talk a little bit about Teoscar Hernandez. And I'm not sure. Maybe we hear a little bit from John Schneider tonight. We'll see if he does say anything to the media. But I'm not sure we're going to get a, a straightforward explanation on the Otani 2-RBI triple. Maybe it's simple as saying he thought it was long gone and gave up on the play because you see then the replay. The ball bangs off the wall well within his reach. We've seen Teo make some very pretty catches over his tenure in right field, and that's a play that could have been made. Uh, but Caleb mentioned this earlier, the sound of the bat, the follow-through on the swing. I also thought that thing was landing in the second deck. Very playable in the end. We do remember... He has the balls thumped into that left foot, one right on top of the foot, and then it looks like one like right to the right, right to the side of that on his kind of side of his foot, the ankle. During the game, we did get the news that he was removed from the game with a left foot contusion. I do wonder though, like was that the entire story there when it comes to Teo? I just I I wonder sometimes to borrow a term from uh, Bull Durham, I think it was. Uh, as much raw power as he has, sometimes, eh. It seems like there's some lollygagging going on around there. Maybe that's some a bit harsh. I don't know. Because banging a ball off your foot, not once but twice in the span of a week, he probably has the, a bump the size of an egg on his foot. So maybe that's all it is. But uh, we'll, we'll see if there's any further updates from uh, the Blue Jays between now and the time we get off the air at the top of the hour. I want to go back to the phone lines. 416-870-0590. star 590 on your cell. Jennifer calling in from Toronto. Jennifer, how's it going? Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead, Jennifer. Welcome to Jay's Talk. Okay, uh, I give great kudos to the starting pitching and bullpen over the last few weeks. But I've been saying Kevin Barker and Jeff Flair and Jay's talk, that our hitting is incredibly inconsistent. We began with that ridiculous win in the third game against Baltimore because we feasted on a um, a, a great reliever for Baltimore. And then... We capitalized in one inning, and then we do nothing for eight innings. And this is a pattern with the Jays. We do everything on one inning, and then we do nothing. And this is an issue. This is not playoff caliber baseball. Yeah, no, hey, Jennifer, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Again, we'll have a great weekend. I, I think I, I see a text here. I'm only going to read this because I think it's it's kind of goes into what Jennifer is saying. This one's from Jared in Calgary. I think this is one of those games that you just have to completely forget about. The thing about baseball is a 12 nothing loss is equivalent to a 1 nothing loss or a 4-3 loss. Forget about it. Move on. More baseball to be played tomorrow. I think that's a fair comparison because here's the thing. Before before tonight's game, there is don't get me wrong. We're not going to try and take too many moral victories out of a 12 nothing loss. It was an ugly game tonight. There, there's no, no chance about that. But I... Uh, Eh, like, was anyone going to say this wasn't a player, playoff caliber team after they took three of four from the Yankees or they swept the bot? Maybe maybe sweeping the Boston Red Sox is like one just a eh, eh, little step too far, given that the Red Sox are struggling. And of course, as I say that they are currently I think they were they were winning or they actually finished off the win over the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. They were up big. Uh, we'll check in on that. The bet three, six, five standings update on the other side of the break. But I, I feel like like I just I don't want big losses or big wins really to be gigantic referendums on the season at large right I, I feel like a 12 nothing loss is ugly there's no two ways about it but at the same time eh, 
you know, th- like it happens in baseball. Good teams lose all the time to better teams or to, to worse teams, pardon me, and and vice versa. So, I mean, look, if, if tomorrow the Blue Jays come out flat again, then maybe we can say, okay, maybe this team is not as complete as we thought it was. And still, this team is still very flawed. But at the same time, if you look around the American League, because I'll be completely honest, I don't watch a ton of NL baseball apart from the teams the Blue Jays play, like the Cardinals and, and the Brewers, like we've seen in the past couple of months. But I watch a lot of AL baseball. If you watch a lot of the other teams outside of the Blue Jays, outside of the Houston Astros, how many other teams would you honestly say are complete from top to bottom? I mean, I think the Astros were one of the only teams that had they had a couple of holes, and then they went out and filled them with Trey Mancini and Christian Vasquez. And, I, and, and they have pretty good pitching still. They didn't really give up a lot. The Astros, as much as we all hate to say it, given the cheating scandal and so on, They are probably the best team in the American League. The Yankees, still decent, but they still have a lot of holes as well. They've looked better in the last couple days since getting Giancarlo Stanton back. But the Guardians, the Twins, the White Sox, the Mariners, are are these teams super complete? No, they all have flaws. They all have holes. And the Blue Jays are, I I still think, of the teams outside of the division leads, the the Blue Jays are probably just as talented as anyone, you know, not not named Houston, essentially, right now. Um, Let's go to the the, the text line. 590-590, name and location. Elspeth and Brantford, show, you're being too nice. (laughs) Star Kikuchi saving Manoa for Sunday is ludicrous. Okay, you know what? Fair. Uh, There's like an eye roll emoji with that one as well, but I appreciate the the text. I see one here from uh, DB in London. Show, Blue Jays should have mailed this one in. Well, wait, they did mail it in. Not a good night. Go Jays, go. That's from DB. Uh, I see this one from Tim and Stony Creek, and I want to talk about Mitch White before we take the break. Hi, guys. Despite the loss, I admire White's effort to gut through five innings to help the pen log less innings Saturday and Stunny, Sunday. That's from Tim in Stony Creek. And, yeah, Mitch White. Look, Mitch White is your fifth starter. All that guy has to do is give you a chance to win. That's all you want. The last time we saw Mitch White, he had four innings of pretty solid work. And tonight, the pitch count got racked up pretty high, pretty early on. I think he was at almost 70 pitches in the third inning. And, and yeah, he got a couple of strikeouts tonight. And he did get Mike Trout in a, in a couple of big spots. When you compound errors behind him, that you compound that with the challenge at, uh, on a play at first base that honestly was not close. I have no idea what went on with that challenge at first base. Caleb posits that perhaps it was maybe a communication error. Maybe that is what, what happened. But still, I mean, to, to give up your challenge on a play that it wasn't a bang-bang play. It was a pretty cut-and-dry, this-guy-is-safe play. So you compound that with the errors, with some not-so-great pitching, eh, there aren't that many baseball teams or pro sports teams that are going to win a lot of games when you add in that uh, that most unholy of trifectas. I uh, I turned to Ben and Caleb after the top of the third, and I said, well, it's time to see Kikuchi for five innings tonight, and because the bullpen had been pretty taxed throughout the New York and Boston series, like we said, and, and here we are. But, but, I mean, look, White, it must be said, wasn't helped by some of those errors and plays in the base pass. Again, not great surrounding play from him, but... Again, when all you want from your fifth starter is a chance tonight, he didn't give them the best chance, not nearly as he's done since becoming a Blue Jay, but I'll I'll say this. It's not nearly enough to make me say, 
Okay, let's see Kikuchi again in the start. Hey, we're not there yet. We're at, we're f absolutely not there yet by any means. But uh, but still, you're looking for you're looking for a better performance out of your number five hitter. Okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get back to the text line five ninety five ninety, and we will uh, check out the bet three six five standings update as well. But you're listening to Jay Stock. I'm Show Ali on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Welcome back to Jay Stock on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Show Ali with you for a couple more minutes as we discuss this 12-0 Blue Jays defeat at the hand of the visiting Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, before we get back to the text line, let's quickly check out the Bet365 standings update. Just download the app and see for yourself why Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook. 19-plus, play responsibly, Ontario only. So a couple of games still in action right now. Yankees still taking on the Orioles. Uh, zeros there at the moment. And the uh, Boston Red Sox and Tampa Bay Rays are done, as we talked about in the first half of the program. Red Sox winning 9-8. to eight. So doing the Blue Jays a bit of a favor tonight, the Red Sox here winning 9-8. to eight. So that means with uh, Baltimore also, I believe that game is just about wrapped up. Yeah, actually, just going to the bottom of the ninth inning. Baltimore up 2-0 on the Houston Astros of all teams. So here we go, entering play tonight and after the, the couple of finals already today. Yankees are 77-48. and 48. Rays are eight games back of the Yankees. They're 69 and 56. Jays a half game back of the Rays, 68 and 56. Baltimore now 65 and 59. And the Red Sox with the win improved to 61 and 65. Uh, the Seattle Mariners are playing right now against the Cleveland Guardians out west. Cleveland up 1-0 right now. So for the wild card race, it goes Tampa, Toronto, separated by a half game. And then the Mariners are, uh, I believe, a half game back or tied with the Blue Jays, depending on what happens tonight uh, out there in uh, in Seattle. So that's a quick check of our Bet365 standings update. On the text line, 590-590. I see a couple here on you say Kikuchi. Sam from Manitoba. Is it fair to say Kikuchi is just a bad pitcher at this point? I'm tired of pairing. He has his stuff to be elite. Brandon from Toronto, death, taxes, and Kikuchi's slider getting hammered. At least he threw strikes and saved the bullpen. Uh, yes, that's the one positive I will glean from Kikuchi's appearance tonight. Uh, before we get to his actual performance, I will just say real quick, it was kind of cool to see him take on Shohei Otani, two guys who played in uh, MPB in Japan for a decent chunk of time. So that was something we don't see too often. Those kinds of things are just generally cool around the sport. But his actual performance, uh, the, you know, I just feel like we talk about the duality of man. Well, we're talking about the duality of Kikuchi. Clearly was getting slightly less effective the longer he was out there. Second time through the order, for example, Trout hit him much better the first time. For the first time, Trout went into the glove. The second time was a two-run bomb. So maybe that belies the way he should be used going forward. Two innings and then the hook, maybe. like ne Just one time through the order, and that's it. Because clearly he can throw multiple innings, but if it's more than one time through the order, I think I don't want to see it. I will say I did like seeing him come back and attack the strike zone right away because in the past we've seen him just completely deflate after letting up big hits to batters. So maybe one improvement, the, you know, again, the one positive tonight really, again, is that the long relief appearance from Kikuchi helped the bullpen out tremendously. They had really been taxed and, and in big ways during the series wins in New York and Boston. So for him to get three innings out of there, I think that's that's pretty good. It does make you wonder, though, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't you rather see Julian Merriweather at this point, which I can't believe I'm saying? Zach Pop is almost guaranteed to be back up with the team uh, as soon as he is able, having been sent down last week. I think it was last week at this point. Time is a flat circle. In some roster maneuvering, but Merriweather is intriguing. I can't tell if I'm just forgetting how long he played or how he played for all of last year, a huge chunk of the early part of this year, but 
I don't know. As long as he's healthy, I'm willing to maybe give him a chance. We did hear from Schneider before the game today. I went down to the office for his chat to the writers, and he did say that Merriweather was throwing today, which probably means we'll see him back up in the majors sooner rather than later. Taylor Sacedo also played today. I, I mean, if we're picking between those two, I'd rather see Merriweather. I'd rather see Merriweather and Pop. And I'd like to see Pearson at some point in the not-too-distant future. Again, all bets are off for what Pearson can give you at this point. But if, if he gives you literally anything, literally anything, I think you take that and uh, and you run with it. But, uh, hey, I appreciate all the calls and texts as always. That does it for Jay's Talk tonight. Uh, thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side, baseball fans. Jays lose big to the Angels, a 12-0 defeat. And tomorrow, it's a big day here at the ballpark. Alec Manoa, Shohei Otani will duel on the celebration of the 1992 World Series win 30 years ago. Wow. A ton of members from that team will be here at the stadium. Pat Borders, Mike Timlin, Joe Carter, all these guys. The pregame ceremony promises to be one you don't want to miss. But for tonight, for Tom Young, Andrew Holland, Connor Lamont, I'm Michelle Alley. I'm back for Jay's Talk tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.